0: Aurus J. Sanchez with Converse with Anyone Anywhere. Thank you so much for joining me for, for, for another episode. And this is my co-host,
1: Aliza Abramson.
0: Awesome, awesome. So we're very excited today to uh, do this podcast, of course, because we love doing this podcast.
1: It's very true. We're a little bit obsessed. Yes. And we actually have a really, really cool uh, guest today. Can you tell us about him, Auros?
0: Yes. So our guest today, his name is Luca Volpe. He is an Italian magician slash mentalist. He's done so much. He has been on numerous TV shows, has consulted for a bunch of TV shows as well, right? He's always busy performing in front of hundreds and thousands of people. He's honed his craft for many, many years. And today we're going to be speaking to him to Luca Volpe about, about communication, tips on being a better communicator, public speaking, and so much more. Luca, how are you?
2: Hello, all good. How are you? Thank you very much for having me in your podcast. How are you guys?
1: <laughs> oh, we're doing great. We're really excited to be here and to be having this conversation with you. Oh, that's my
2: pleasure.
0: Uh, Luca, okay. can, you, can, yeah. can, you, can you come a little bit closer to the mic, please? Yes.
2: Can you hear me better?
0: No. Yes, much better. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay perfect all right awesome so for this for, for today's podcast of uh, today's episode you know we we were speaking with Luca before the um, before the before actually recording and it's interesting because you have some tips that you want to share with the audience 10 tips on how to become a better communicator is, is that correct
2: yes exactly you see i have been doing this job for now mo- more than 30 years I will say because I started when I was 12 Wow! And uh, now, yes, now I'm 45, so you can imagine it's <laughs> kind of long time. And I actually learn most of the things on the field because you know there are many books you can read, there are many places you can go to learn stuff. But I think that the best way to learn is to actually do the stuff, and that's one of the most important things. So I've been through really uh, any kind of audience, any kind of situation, and I kind of. Uh, learn all these things because I was there I I, I know I made mistakes and understood from my mistake what I was doing wrong so mm-hmm. uh, today I would like to give you like 10 tips or what <coughs> to keep in mind when you are communicating so maybe if you're doing talks or maybe even if you I don't know you want to sell something you know how mm-hmm. to communicate in your selling any moment that will allow to be in contact with someone else. These 10 tips, I think, are very important to keep in mind.
1: Okay, that sounds really great. Uh, Thank you for compiling those 10 tips. Um, What do you think? Should we start with number one right away? Yeah,
0: let's start with number one and give us an example. We're very curious to hear this list of yours, Luca, and the audience as well.
1: Yeah, and just so um, we're clear, let's go through each tip one by one. We'll discuss each one a little bit and then we'll move on to the next one so everyone gets a really good understanding of what the tip really means
2: okay perfect so the first one i always say be yourself you know the people judge you very quickly now if you are a performer if you do like something that you are on stage the first thing that people uh, notice is your presence and your your character you know and being yourself is very important now what i mean of being yourself i don't mean that if you are like a crazy character or if you are (laughs) like um, a little bit messy said you have to be like that but i mean you know each one of us is different now if you make that difference okay are uh, you something unique there you will be someone that the people will remember you know it's a kind of branding you know if if you make your uniqueness let's call it this something uh, special then the people will remember you so if you uh being yourself it means to be I don't know emotional or being uh, I don't know very very uh, I don't know maybe maybe you are a very happy person or you connect with people in a very funny way but take that little things and make your own character and I think that the people immediately will connect with you because I've been I've been seeing I saw many many performers or many you know uh, motivational people that got motivational talking and stuff. That they, when they go on stage, they completely transform themselves. They are not them anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think these the people will understand. You know, the people is not stupid. People know if you're faking. So always remember to be yourself.
1: That's, um, that's very good, actually. And I think a lot of us um, really understand the importance of being authentic and just being who you are because people can pick up on when you're not being who you are and you're putting on a front or a mask but let me ask yeah. you Luca because I, I know that I personally have had many conversations with people where they, they're not ashamed of who they are but they feel like who they are is going to hold them back because maybe they're not as acceptable to other people around them like for example we talked about if someone's very emotional right but if yeah. you go into like a business setting and who you are is very emotional how would you like what advice would you give someone because um do you feel that it would be okay to just okay whatever just be yourself in that context or do you think that there should be filters or should people um like how would how would you advise someone who is a very emotional person but is going to work in a business type of setting
2: Well I was referring to the kind of character or maybe something that you want to portray to people and this is was more for maybe a staging uh, Situation. So, for example, I mean, as an emotional character, I mean, someone that like to talk in an emotional way. You know, in the conveying people emotional sensation. That's that was I mean. But in this case, what you say if someone is emotional has to do uh, like a business meeting or something. What what this person need to do, right? That is your question. Yes. Well, in this case, in this case, yes. You obviously you need to be uh, like prepared and uh, not making sure that your emotions will not give you trouble, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But uh, at the same time if, you know, emotion means uh, connecting better and go more deeper in uh, (coughs) um, making connection with people, that is a good thing to do. Mm, Uh, One thing is to be nervous and one thing is to be emotional. There are two completely different things if you're nervous because you're doing like a business meeting well there is different there you need to work on it and you need to make sure that you are sure of what you say and, and be confident of yourself and that's it's another thing but if you are emotional if you like to connect with emotional feelings that is a completely different thing because I know for example uh, most people a lot of people that I follow as, as consultant for business meeting and stuff that they have uh, a very emotional approach in explaining their product or their idea to uh, a meeting and 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 they speak with an emotional touch, making the people actually feel what this product or what these things means for them so that's that 's part of their character because they speak like that obviously if you 're a nervous person, there is a completely different way. Another important thing, which is still in a tip number one let 's say is to speak about. Your topic with passion. You know, if you have passion in the thing that you say, that's a completely different story. You also connect a lot better with people because you know uh, when you talk about a topic with the, with that passion, the people feel it. You know, when I talk about uh, persuasion techniques or uh, motivational stuff, I I say these things with the idea that the people will actually get something from it. So the people actually feel that I'm, I'm passionate about what I'm saying.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you for bringing those distinctions that's really important i think that you really gave um the audience a, a much more clarified image of what that means to not just rationalize being emotional but to use the proper emotions in the right setting so it's not saying don't be emotional you can just make sure you use the right emotions in the right settings that's that's yes. huge exactly.
0: all right okay good so what's tip number two now i'm curious to hear the rest cool. of this list
2: Yeah, the second one is kind of almost obvious but a lot of people don't do that to connect better you need to be a good listener Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's what the people don't do in order to communicate better you need to understand you need to learn to listen because when you are interested in what the person is telling you he will feel that you are giving more attention so he will automatically like you you will create a rapport a lot lot better and this is very important because, you know, that's, for example, if you're on stage to you, you do a talk show, uh, I see many performers that, especially during the question-answer moment, you know, when the people ask you something, mm-hmm. they just, it looks like they don't listen, they just turn the, the question all around, <laughs> telling what they want and not what they really are listening. And also, for example, if you're doing, a, like, a, if you're selling something, if you're with the clients, always listen what the people is telling you because remember one important thing when you say something it means something but when they say something it means everything so that's very important to remember because you know giving credit to what the people is is saying is much important than what we are actually saying
0: so wait i i have a question so if i want to become let's say someone in the audience wants to become a better listener what are like some exercises, maybe not exercises, but what are some things that they can do to increase their ability to listen and not think ahead? Because a, be, a lot of times when people are speaking, what, what people might do is like they're thinking ahead, like, okay, what can I say next? Or what is, it, what, is it, what is it that I can add to this conversation? But then they're not truly paying attention to the words and the emotions that are coming out. So what is it that a person can do to increase their listening skills, to better them?
2: Well in that moment that's what I was doing because now it's kind of automatically but in the in that moment you need to really think that that person is important to you mm-hmm. it's like you are talking with your brother or with your father you know in that moment really shut up your mind <laughs> <laughs> that's what, what I say
0: close and, the mind
2: yeah and just listen to them like they're important to you because that's the first rule, you know, just make, just believe that they are important. Believe that they are telling you something really important, like they are brother or a relative. You know, that's the first thing I can tell you. And don't, I know that looks at the beginning looks complicated, but if you think ahead, you're kind of, kind of, you know, close your mind of what they are saying. So just free your mind, think they are important to you, and just listen word by word and answer with your heart that 's the most important
1: thing you do you know I, I really love what you just said because it 's so true um, i We're taking actually this ty Lopez course right now on different areas of sales, marketing persuasion, things like that, and one thing that he said was that um, to make his like top deals most of the time what he does is he'll say something and then he'll put the phone on mute so that it's hard for him to get a word in so it kind of forces the other person to talk and him to listen and it's so true like the more that you you stay quiet the more the other person is going to tell you the more you're going to build rapport because they're going to actually communicate with you
2: and not only especially if you're doing a sale or something mm -hmm. they will actually tell you what they need and you will understand more their needs you know and that's very important because i when i'm consulting um you know sales team and stuff like that when i go with them i see that they talk about their products their set themselves how great they are how good is the product all this kind of thing but they don't actually let the person speak
1: it's and, huge you know
2: and they just lose client like that so uh and this is absolutely a very important tip to be a good listener
0: oh nice. and what is it that you do when you're selling someone, how is it that you use this, these techniques to to, have, to get a new client?
2: Well, there are many techniques to get a, a new client. Obviously, again, the first approach is very important. In the moment that you present, introduce yourself. You know, the people will judge you after the, fi- the first five seconds they meet you. The way you wear, the way you dress, the way that you talk, the, the way that you do eye contact. In fact, one of the tips, there I will tell you it's about body language but again you know the first approach is very important if you give a much of the the first approach which is good they already are creating rapport with you and it's it's very important because you know um the aspect also you know the the way we present ourselves is really really uh Important because you want to give a good impression. You want to look successful, and you know successful people always attract other people and su- attract su- successful people especially. If they feel they are su- that you are successful, they are more connected with you, and they already understand that you have mm-hmm. kind of, of uh, you know importance in what you do. You know, uh, they they listen to you, you know, a lot more than you know. So I think there are many, many things you need to put together to to make a good sound. The tonality of your voice, mm-hmm. uh, you know, many, many things. That, and in fact, some of the things I'm going to tell you now in this, in these tips anyway. So you will discover it slowly, slowly during the, these 10 tips anyway.
0: Awesome. All right. So then what's the third tip then, Luca?
2: The third one is a kind of, you know, whatever are your beliefs. Uh, let me first tell you why i put these tips and why for me is very important i have a ritual a morning ritual which uh i think is very important i think that each one of us should have a morning ritual mm-hmm. what this means i normally do you know as soon i wake up to do some training a kind of i do personally I do yoga i do meditation that's what we're going to do uh, to talk now and then i read you know i read like uh you know, books and, and stuff that can, you know, expand my knowledge. Now, um, I would like to point the fact of, you know, sorry, why I'm saying this, because I think that if you win the morning, you win the day. So if you start your morning in the right way, you automatically proceed you during your day in a better way. And that is scientifically proof, you know, I'm not the only one saying this, but... There is a lot of people. If you see Tony Robbins, he he's priming in the morning, you know. It's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Many, many successful people, they all have this morning ritual, which, you know, I, I haven't done that because I saw other people doing, but I've done because I, I think that it's really, really helpful. And one of the things I think is really important is meditation. And the kind of meditation I do is to visualize myself uh, during something they have to do during the day so if i have a big Mm. show okay if i have a big show i do uh, i imagine myself doing this speech or i imagine myself being on stage getting the applause of the audience get the standing ovation and all these things why this is very important in the moment that you feel the emotion or your thoughts okay because your thoughts will become emotion You are going to condition your mind to live that moment in a more relaxing way. What I mean? Now, the brain doesn't understand the difference between something that happened in the past Mm -hmm. and something that happened in the future. For example, if I ask you now to think Mm -hmm. something that happened in your past, which is sad, Mm -hmm. you are going to feel that emotion in your body. You feel sad right now because you think of a sad emotion in the past. Now, if I tell you to feel something happy that still has to happen, your body is going to create that feeling, that serotonin in your body is going to, to move, and you're going to actually feel the happiness of something that has to happen. So you are conditioning your mind. If you do this exercise of visualization process during meditation, Every day, you are conditioning your mind to be successful. Hmm. That's, I think, one of the best things that you can actually do. And I suggest everyone is listening now to do it. I know whatever it is your belief, you know, you don't need to believe in anything. You just need to believe in yourself and in condition your mind. Because that is, again, scientifically proof that you can actually condition your mind through a, an emotion that still have to happen. And so if you condition your mind to be successful, to have success in your speech, to do uh, a very nice and relaxed uh, you know, meeting or whatever it is, and you are going to visualize before it's happening, you, I, I can guarantee you that you, have, you will have a completely different outcome. You will have a great outcome during your speech or whatever you have to do, which is important to you.
1: You know what's also really great about that technique um, that I actually use a lot when I know that I have to do something that might be a little bit challenging is that as you visualize it you can also think about any obstacles that might pop up because you're actually playing it out in your head and that gives yeah. <clears throat> you some preparation time to be like oh this might happen let me do something beforehand to make sure that doesn't happen which exactly. gives you... this
2: is what I do for example when I do my mentalism show you know I read people's minds on stage. So I have to be sure that in case something goes wrong, mm-hmm. I have a, like an out, obviously. Of course. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, in that process, I actually think, okay, if this happened, how I can overcome this obstacle? But it's very important, I think from my point of view, to plan the obstacle, not during the meditation, but actually scripting the obstacle. So I plan the obstacle and I, script, I write down what can happen? So, I prefer to do this practically, and just during the meditation, I try to see only the good things.
1: Okay.
2: Because in the med- if in the meditation, I stop the meditation, I stop the good thoughts with the negative thoughts, because obstacles are negative, I kind of condition my mind also to something negative can, can happen. So, I only prefer to uh, condition my mind in a positive way, and then... I take a piece of paper and a pen and say, okay, now let me plan if something goes wrong in this section of my speech or this or whatever you do, how can I overcome? So I actually write down the solution.
1: That's a very good point. That's a very good point. I hadn't thought of that.
0: And, and in, your, in your career, how many times have you had to use an out when you're reading, when you're doing mentalism? I'm, I'm just curious because I also do yes, mentalism and, and I do a lot of tricks. I'm just curious, how, how many times have you had to use outs?
2: Well, uh, as you know, you know you do also this kind of things. So yes. You know very well. You know we need to be uh, sure that uh, something always, you know, that everything goes well. Correct. Now, obviously, this uh, podcast goes to a lot of people, so I cannot be too much in detail. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. Do not please if if do not me, do we, not. If you and me, we know. You know. We yes. Know that we know. Okay. But <laughs> what I mean is that you know uh, the people don't know what is the outcome we want to create. In the beginning, because we don't say, "Okay, in a moment, you're going to choose a word, and I'm going to read your mind." Mm-hmm. So I normally, for example, if I cannot, let me tell you one of my secret which is not really a secret, Ooh. but if I ah. cannot read, uh, if I cannot understand what word the people is thinking, I just simply ask, "Okay, what was the, the word you're thinking?" And they say, "I don't know, house." I say, "Oh, good. This means that you're a kind of person like to be, uh, you know, with family and around people." You know, I try to you know go around the obstacle in a completely different way mm. you know i always say to performer when i do my uh, mentalism consulting program i always say guys you know don't be scared of something happening in the show but think of your feet and make that moment as a good moment in mm-hmm. your show for example i tell you one of my one of the things happening in my show if you want to, if we have time yeah uh, let me tell you this it was funny anyway i I got a lady on stage, okay? And she actually had to choose a word from a book, uh, which I knew which word was, okay? I was sure that I can read their mind. Let's talk like this between me and you because we know that we know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, I, I know. I know exactly okay. what you mean, yes. So uh, she say a completely different word because she wanted to screw me up, okay? Uh-huh. And, and I say, oh, okay, that's very interesting. I don't know why, but that word remind me something and i just left her like that okay that's it i continue with my show and stuff like that at the end of the show i have a moment where i open a box and inside the box there is a prediction okay Uh and in that prediction was a ps and the ps was written by the way the word the lady's thinking is whatever okay whatever she was thinking so i actually be able to transform that missing in a huge prediction at the end and
0: you need to lo- you need to you need to, you should be there to see her face oh my god <laughs> she was like
2: completely oh my god you know i thought to screw up this guy and he killed me at the end you know
0: <laughs> good i'm glad you know. i'm glad you got her
2: yes exactly so you know i always say you know have something you know in your pocket let's say like this that can help you to to go out with some, you know, good, good out. Let's go like that. Yeah, let's, let's say like this. Can tell, I can tell you more, obviously, but you
0: know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, we don't want to spoil anything. Uh, okay, cool. Okay, so how about what's uh, tip number four, Luca?
2: Yes, tip number four is another one, very important. Keep practicing your speech like you are on stage. And that's very important because... When I do my consultation, I see a lot of people say, oh, I wrote the script and I keep repeating every day, every day. Yes, but the problem is if you're just reading and you're sitting at your desk, you are not practicing. You're Mm. just reading. And one important thing is to actually stand up and to imagine to have the audience in front of you and to improvise and not reading the script by memory. You know, I always think the script needs to be a kind of... A general idea but you need to make sure that everything again like we say in the beginning comes from your heart mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yes it's fine you have the script but it's also important when you practice that you actually imagine to be in front of your audience imagine to talk with the audience actually I even record myself sometimes you know and I, I look everything I can what I'm doing wrong what I'm going doing well if sometimes this also is important to rehearsal actually standing up because when you rehearsal imagine that there is audience in front of you sometimes some new lines come up in your mind maybe mm-hmm. even some jokes yep for example I even noticed that when I do uh, from my recent tour I did in US and I'm, it's a shame that you just met up now because I did the show at Monday Night Magic in New York when and I did the show there like a few months ago, I think three months ago. When
0: are you well, coming back to to New York?
2: Well, I don't know yet, but you know, after the tour, it was a, it went really well. So actually, they want me back in in the states again to do some shows. So I will let you know now that we know each other. Yeah, yes, yeah.
0: And, and can you get us some tickets so we can go?
2: Uh, yeah, I will. I will tell you when, and uh, because I'm still, you know, planning everything ahead. Okay. And, uh, at the moment we don't have yet dates But uh, it went really well Actually up, after I sent you my The promo I did In this um, U- uh, USA tour Because in the actual promo there are some lines That I just improvised That uh, in that moment And that was so strong They actually kept in my, in my promo And now I'm keeping in my show And there was just line coming To me just doing the show so as you can see, don't always follow rules. Sometimes rules have to be broken, you know, mm-hmm. because maybe in that moment you feel that the new lines is coming. And I, I know many performers. They say, "Oh no, I have to follow my script," and they don't catch the moment. And I, many times I say, "Oh, why I didn't do that? Or why I didn't say that? Because that was the right moment to put that line," in, you know
1: you know, a hundred percent. And I can tell you that this isn't just in performing and communication style things. Um, I represented the U.S. for a bit in karate. And when I was training for it, they would always make you put on the specific uniform that you were going to actually compete in. And they would make you do it in front of people and record because there's a different adrenaline rush. It causes your brain to work a little bit differently, which makes your body work a little bit differently. So you need to always perform as if you're in front of an audience because then you can see what you're actually like. And it changes your actual performance a lot. Um, Exactly. And I know, exactly. in, mm-hmm.
2: in fact, also when I talk with people, you know, wearing the same dress that you will wear in your show, even mm-hmm. when you rehearse, because, you know, when you wear in a successful way, I always say, you "Know, don't be cheap when you do the show. You know, I always say, take care of your image, because even the image, even a dress, anything, it makes it change yourself. Mm-hmm. It makes you think in a completely different way. If you were successful, if you think successful, it changed the way you, uh, the people perceive you.
1: 100%. 100%. All right, Luca, what's number five?
2: Number five is enjoy every moment of it. Mm. And that's very important. When you are on stage, always think there can be a life changing experience. And always think that someone maybe important in the audience is there to look at you. Because, you know, you always need to think that that can be your chance to do even better. And I've noticed that, uh, especially a few years ago when I was doing a show, mm-hmm. and there was uh, in in the audience, I didn't know, was a very important TV producer in Italy, and he saw me there and actually gave me a contract to do some show that <laughs> we did a big show for Sky TV and all these kind of things. Wow. Wow and that you know and always from that moment i always say i want to always give 100 percent, because you never know who is there looking at you you know that's you know and, and that's happened now in new york i was in new york in monday night magic and between the the audience it was a guy and the wife of this guy uh, he actually produced show in vegas and when he saw my show, he said, "Oh, I like your Italian style. You know, you're funny. Is you know, your style is quite you know different." And he said, "Why we cannot try to do a show in Vegas maybe for next year?" Mm-hmm. And so we actually now going back and forth via mail to find like a production there and, and doing maybe some hotel show just to start and see how it goes. Okay. And maybe you know to try to push this little Italian style. You know the Italian mentalist over there because i actually see that it's working so uh, why not so you know always keep 100 percent of what you can do because you never know it's there and enjoy every moment of it you know go on stage and enjoy it that's very very important
0: I love how I love how you combine certain tips that ones you're giving out. That you do it yourself. For example, you're always mentioning that you gotta be authentic. You are super authentic. You are the Italian mentalist. Probably your the, the way you perform. Cause I've seen you perform like on YouTube and also on some paid stuff that I've seen you uh, perform. And you're right, you are you're, de- you're you're definitely authentic. You're definitely unique from other performers and you do that and you enjoy everything and you practice. So look at all the fruits that you're getting now.
2: Yeah, no, that's true, you know, it's part of the branding. And that's what I say, you know, you are a brand. So what this means, if you take that part of you, which is special, for example, my brand is the Italian Mentalist. And I try to export this, you know, abroad, because, you know, I work everywhere. And the idea of actually pushing the style, mm-hmm. they helped me a lot more because you know I'm like that. Even when I talk now with you, you know, you see how I talk with you and stuff. But on stage on stage I even push a little bit more. I push my accent, you know, I play with people, I'm a little bit cheeky, you know, I'm <laughs> typical Italian. Maybe I push maybe too much sometimes. When I see that I can. But it works. It works for me because I, I, you know, I can go away with that. Because it works. I can, I can say some mistake, which maybe ma- means something different. A li- little bit, uh, I don't know, not rude, but a little bit cheeky. You know, and and I go away with that because I'm Italian. Sometimes I say, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I'm Italian. Sometimes I, don't, uh, I, I make some mistake, you know. And the people laugh because they say, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it works. It works well. So, I actually... You know, and again, I always say, remember, you are your brand. So if you have some speciality, make that of your brand, you know, and, and this is how the people and how performer, they become successful because they take that unicity and they make it bigger, and they become a brand. So that's the point.
0: All right, so now let's go to tip number six.